Oh yeah, you know what time it is. Let's go. We pod. Let's go. It's a round trip. Round trip. I need good vibes. Good vibes. Cabo with it. Give it a one time for my boy Dame Dollar. He is the best rapping basketball player in history. Anybody want to come compete or debate with me about that? Name all Let the uh, athletes who tried to have a rap. Big Shaq. I ain't gonna lie. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq was called AI. The greatest basketball player that ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, he had about he had an album. Jewels. Okay. Uh, who else? Who else? Y'all help me out. I don't even know all of them, but you really only need to know one. Damien. Well, I, I was like, Lillard. those are probably like the biggest ones. Because yeah. what's that boy name? Boy, man. Iman Shumpert. He he was a rapper. He's not that. I don't think he's that great. <laughs> I don't know. But all I know is uh, that boy Dame Dollar got the heat. So that song was from Dame Dollar called Cabo. I know a lot of y'all won't know that one, so I had to and tell what, you. Uh, football coach. Coach uh, Prime, didn't he have like one song? Back like, in the day? Must be the money. <laughs> hey, Prime, hold on, you like got me right there. Must be the money. Must be the money. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is she and I. I am your host, Be Love, and like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Ooh. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the <laughs> best thing to happen on a Tuesday with Damon Since Monday. Give it up for yourself out there big time. <laughs> She's going to get mad at me because I didn't answer the phone, but I'm recording the podcast right now. So I want you to see this because you think, you know, so let's talk about this. You know, my best friend, she called me the other day and she texted me. She texted me the other day. She said, you need to call me or, or, or uh, what did she say? I'm going to go back and read it. I'm going to go back and read it because every guy knows when they get a text message like this, it's never going to be something good. Um, Hey, are you busy? Question mark. I already knew it was about to be some mess soon as she said that. So I pick, I said, I'm in a meeting. I sent her a picture of me in the meeting because she needed to see that. I called her. And it was a mess. <laughs> she was just complaining. She was she, she just beating me up, talking bad to me about me being a bad friend. And I had, I had to check myself because I am not the best with the phone. I know I'm not. So I apologize live on the air. This was like two weeks ago. And we said we're going to do better. Is, Baird is not a good phone answerer. I'm not. I didn't even answer the phone for my mama last night. She called me two <laughs> times. <laughs> she was trying to tell Blake good night, but by that time it was eight thirty. So you know. Yeah, Mary, I'm gonna be tripping though. We be telling her like we putting these kids to bed at seven thirty, and she be trying to talk to them at eight thirty. I'm like, listen, go. no. Man, got they got to go to these, sleep. It's different. I mean, it's just I, you know, maintaining friendships. Um, after you start having kids, it just takes a little more yeah. effort. Yeah. A lot more effort, really, because you just yeah. kind of consume with the kids, especially. It was easier when Blake was young. But and it was just him. Yeah. And now that he has activities, it's our free time is just very minimal. Limited. Like, <laughs> You're limited to. He got so much going on all the time. He's yeah, a, it's a fact. He's a, a social kid. It's a fact. Anyways. But um, not only that, too, though. Um, it's difficult when you or your best friend is a friend of the opposite sex too now. Because, you know, like back in the day, we would go on vacations. We went on like two weeks, but I would stay with her, you know, and you know, out of respect for India, I'm not like, hey, Ashley going to Paris. Can I go see Beyonce? Ashley in Bangladesh. Can I go with her to Bangladesh? She everywhere, but I ain't never there. But she still even asked me, do I want to go? I figured you can't go now. But I still want to get asked. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing it to the pod. I know you're going to call me. We well, already this. talked about this. I know, but I want her before. to know that I'm talking about it right now because she called me. I'm bringing it to the podcast. I'm airing you out right now. She might air me out too. She told me all my friends were married friends now. 
And I said, all your friends are single friends. <laughs> and we got into it. I was hurt. I was deeply hurt. See? I don't only oh, get into it. I mean, but, but okay, but it's out of here. They got me upset. You, you do kind of end up. Oh, here we go. She about to take up. Well, she'll take up for a girl. I'm not taking up for a girl. I'm just saying, like, it's it's natural, like, depending on the phase of life that you're yeah. in, it's natural to gravitate more towards people who are in the people same who phase. are in that same phase. Like, That's right now, a lot of our friends are married with children because mm-hmm. if we want to go out, we can bring the kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's just kind of what it boils. And I'm gonna tell you, even me, like I used to have quite a few friends who were still single, and now that like literally almost all of my friends are in serious relationships. Like if they're not married, they are you know seriously dating someone, engaged, probably about to be engaged. Like it's just shit. The I mean the the times, it's just the times that we're in. But I do want my friends, all of them, to get married who are at the same, especially her. Like, I feel like that if she was married and had a kid, vacations would be a lot cooler because, <laughs> no, no, listen, they follow me, follow me, right? Because we go on fall break now. Oh. And I'm looking for a tag team family to do fall break with. We are looking for a tag team family to do fall break with. She will be the perfect person. You I, remember that one time we went out to um, Gallenberg? Oh, oh yeah, we, we did. kicked we it did so it. hard. Oh, my God. That was by far the best, one of the best. That was, a, that was probably the best time. So we've been to Gallenberg That's several times. Say, yeah, so that was, was probably the best, the best time, time we that we had, had Gallenberg. in Gallenberg. Yeah, we kicked like dirty soccer shoes. Um, Every time that, we that go That was out. a fun trip. It's never no arguments. It's like we both know each other so well. We just go with the flow. And I need that when I go on a vacation with somebody. We're just going to go with the flow. So I need her. Somebody make her an honest woman. Go ahead. <laughs> if you want a phone number, let me know. She's an attractive girl. You sound like you're you 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 like you trying to sell your friend right now. I ain't trying to sell my friend. She don't need to be sold. That's what you sound like. No, I, I, I'm selfishly trying to sell her, if anything. I just want to go on vacation with cool people. Was sitting in camp, knocked out of the park. We going on an annual vacation with them every year but, now. But what we're trying, we're fine. We're trying to find a family who also has children around Blake's age. That's what I'm saying. So you know, it's tricky because we have a lot of friends who have younger kids now. Yeah. We so out of like our friend group, we were kind of like the first ones to to have the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we need a family group that has. You know, somebody around Blake's age. He be needed somebody to play with. So, yeah. was, you know, if he had somebody to t- play with, it takes the pressure off of us. Talk to me. <laughs> Yikes. Tell him again. Winter and Shiloh, boom. We got that one perfect. Good job. Yeah. You, well, really good job to me and Cam. We did what we needed to do to make that happen. Um, but you guys did too. You got the babies out of there at an appropriate time. So from here on out, we just need to find a fall break couple. We're trying to enlist people who have a, who has children or a child between the age of five and six years old. We can play with Blake. We're going fall. We're going on fall break in October. I so okay. I would homeschool Blake for the simple fact that we could travel whenever we wanted to. Like, I don't, like, I'm struggling with the fact that we can only travel on fall break, spring Mm -hmm. break, and summer break with Mm -hmm. everybody else. (laughs) Like, for the past four years, we have just been able to get up and go whenever we wanted to. Thank you to Lauren. And it was great. And thank you to Lauren. Lauren was watching Blake. Like, she allowed us, because he was homeschooled, Kind of by her. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I can't tell all Lauren anyway. Well, because I was trying to Thank figure out what Lauren. that was in in relation to. Uh, but Home yeah, school. Lauren did keep him and taught him for like a year. That's what but I'm saying. Like I said, um, we were just able to get up and go, and now we're on a school schedule, and I'm just like. And today was the first day of school. We hear this. Yesterday was the first day of school, so we will for the kinder kindergartners yeah, we in have a, Nashville. We have a kindergarten on our hand now. And uh, we dropped them off at school. And I was like, man, this is going to drop them off. It'd be easy. I got a little emotional. My boy looked back and I said, all right. I'm like, bro, you ain't going to show me no love. 
So they had already sent us a text message the night before and said, you know, this is how we're going to do things. You can't walk your scholar into the building. Um, you can walk them up to the door and then we will walk them to their classroom. So it was like, damn, we can't even walk them to the classroom. She was struggling. struggling. With that. Yeah, she was having a hard time. So I was like, that. okay, fine. I guess we'll, you know, it's basically like either walk them up to the door or sit in the car rider line <laughs> and let the people take them out, take them out of the car. And I was like, well, we ain't doing that. So we walked them up to the door so and fat. everybody's standing in a line and they have the um, teachers there greeting the students as they're walking in. And it was so cool. we get to the kid in front of us and Blake is already turning around. All right, where's my hug? Bye mom and dad. And he like tried to like cut in the, Cut in the classroom past this little girl that's in front of us. Like, the little girl, minute, was, the little girl was so timid. She didn't want to leave her mom. Her mom was trying to take pictures. While wow, my son is, all right, I'm to get past her. She's like, holding up the line. See ya. Like, Damn, and I was bro, like, Damn, Blake, like, Damn. Damn. <laughs> you were just so little. So he was ready, but I. It also made me feel good because I feel like I've made all the right decisions as far as how we've chosen to school him. Thank you for saying we the second time, but I like how you said, I feel like I made all the right decisions. We ain't going to, dads, we don't get no credit, but keep doing a good job. I see you out there, dads. I mean, Barry, I see. I'm holding it down for us. First of all, I spearhead the school. You didn't send me a school option. You didn't tour a school option. You didn't ask to see anything. It was like India. What you you you, you go did a great school. job. You, you go we, do this. Just when, when you it wasn't when, a we during that part. It was a me. Because oh, you was working. You were working. So anyway, it's a we. It's collective thing, right? Anyway, we all play our positions. Dads, y'all, every episode we get on here and he wants extra <laughs> special credit for something that he don't really need it for. No, no, no. I, I just, just want I just want dads to get, you know, get, get more credit for being involved. Because a you, lot of times I mean, I did how did I know, this turn into you not, not being an involved dad? You said I and I want us to say we. But keep going with your story. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm gonna go back to my original statement. <laughs> I feel I, like <laughs> I can't speak for you. I don't know how you feel. This come from my feelings. These ain't, these ain't your feelings. Go ahead, Queen. Speak I feel, on it. I feel really uh, confident in um, just knowing that, you know, we made the right decisions for the way we've chosen to school him mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. So he's five and, you know, he went to daycare for only a year. So he was in daycare from four months to 15 months. I pulled him or we pulled him and I stayed home with him. We had a friend come over and help teach him when I started kind of like working again a little bit. Um, And he stayed at home. And then last year we was like, okay, so that, so the school is not such a shock to him since he has been at home. Let's go ahead and get him prepared and send him to a pre-K program or whatever so that's what we did last year was a lot harder on him uh, but once he got adjusted he did flying great. colors like he, he he was excellent so today he was like it's light work <laughs> easy money <laughs> and give it up for one time for Mayim too always coming through actually I'm a yes Mayim is actually downstairs now helping us with the kids because I said you know what Barry we got to have somebody come over and help us. So last week, full transparency, because y'all oh. know that episode was all over the place last week. It was like, a great it was episode. Just, uh, it was I wouldn't funny. even call it, it great. Funny. It was, that, that episode was a mess. It was, it was a funny. fool it was a funny episode. from beginning to end. Um, but full transparency, it was 11 we o'clock. were tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Monday nights, you know, I teach Pilates class. And it's late. Like, I teach class at 6.30 on Monday nights. And so I don't get home until, like, 7.45, almost 8 o'clock. And we got it. We're eating dinner, putting the kids to bed, like, doing all the things. And so that night, we just start recording until almost 11 o'clock. And it was sheer delusion. <laughs> sheer delusion. So today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have 
to find somebody to come over. Shout out to Kayla too. Kayla's my homegirl. I was Big like, Kay. can you come over here and watch the kids? And she said yes, but she had a long day at work. So I was like, don't worry about it. Mike, I'm going to come over and keep the kids uh, while we record the podcast. So shout out to our village. Oh, speaking okay. of village. Listen, <laughs> listen, speaking of village, it was a funny post that Jasmine and Alex Sweet sent us yeah. um, over the weekend about uh, Tom Hanks on Castaway was looking for the village and the post said something about what happened to the village that said that they would help raise the kids when we were younger. Because as we look around, we had to concoct our village. We had to make it because the same village that my mom them had, we ain't got it no more. But, but I also think it's a, a lot different because back then people were staying close to their families, right? This is you know, true. anytime I this see a post like that, to. I go and look look at the comments and all of that. And so this I saw this one comment under the post, and she was like, um, the village left because all of the new parents uh basically have all these rules and you know they have they have an issue when you know you have the baby you don't want nobody to come to the hospital and um (laughs) you you got all these boundaries and all of this and it's kind of true you know what i'm saying and i was like well yeah but why can't they both exist together like why Mm -hmm. can't we have new boundaries that you know better help our mental health because I think that parents were really struggling back in the day, you know, constantly doing the same traditions that, you know, were there before them just because they didn't, doesn't mean that they necessarily worked. And so I am one of those moms, like this past time in the hospital, I didn't really want any visitors because, (laughs) um, during when I had Blake, I found it to be overwhelming because, you know, and we were lit. It, I, it, 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 it's like I love that my friends really wanted to be there with me, um, but I was still in labor when they when they all came to visit. We were turned up. Um, I got in trouble, and Ooh. I had to like put everybody out the room. I was like, I just I just need y'all to go because um, this ain't obviously. It's, I had been in labor for a really long time at that point, so I, I was feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, this time with Blake. I I mean not with Shiloh. like with Shiloh yeah. I had a C section and I can't talk I could not fathom talking to someone after being in that much pain. She was she was hurt she was hurt yeah. but all it to be said I don't think the village left us I think we left the village I agree with that we left home for better opportunities though that's mm-hmm. the thing mm-hmm. we didn't leave to run from tradition we left. To run toward opportunity. Give it up for me one time. I'm talking about. If we still so okay, Barrett, um, small town in Mississippi, outside of Jackson, Mississippi. I, I could never see him staying in Mississippi. Not because he didn't love his family or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. It's nah. just it just it was too small for what he wanted to do and his goals and what he was envisioning for his life. Barry's sister doesn't even live in Mississippi. She's mm-hmm. in New Jersey. New Jersey. Um You about to say my sister in Detroit? No, no, no. I said, oh. do you mind if I share where she lives? Oh my baby, I don't care. Um and then for me, I'm from Memphis. And y'all know Memphis is a fool right now. I love Memphis. I do. But Memphis had left such a like a negative feeling in my heart when I left in high school that I knew when I left in high school that I wasn't going back mm-hmm. um, for a multitude of reasons, not just because of like the crazy things in the city, like bear knows a multitude of reasons why I wasn't going back home. <laughs> Um, all that to say, if we live in the same cities as our parents and our families, we would have a bigger village. Oh, like, I would love it. Barry loves when my mama comes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I love when his mama comes. And Because the thing are- about it, let me just paint a transparent pitch. Shiloh is cutting up. She's not like Blake. She's more like India. Blake's more like me. She cries, she whines, eh. but she's a great baby. However, she wants to be held all day. If my mom, so was, really, if my mom were here, we would have absolutely no problems. Really, Shiloh is more like her dad because your mom told me how much you used to cry as a baby, and she said you, you are crazy and, as hell. And, hell no, and 
And she said that you were a lap baby. She said Hell all you wanted no. to do. Uh, she said all Bear wanted to do was sit in somebody's lap. So truthfully, a woman's lap. As right? a baby, sitting the woman's lap. Who ever wanted to hold you? Shut up. As a baby, Blake is probably more like me, and Shiloh is more like her dad. <laughs> she ain't, does like she just ain't no way. I couldn't imagine myself crying like yeah. that. Bear's mom is a school teacher. Like I said, small town in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And so they all went to the same neighborhood school. So he went to the elementary school that his mm-hmm. mom was in. Mm-hmm. Bear, his, her, or, uh, Bear's mom said that when he got That's to right. kindergarten, he cried every day, every single day. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I just miss my people. You know what I'm saying? I did not cry every single day in kindergarten. I was like Blake was today. That's how I miss my grandma. What, what, what you want me to do? I'm sorry. I miss my people. I'm in Westside. You know what I'm saying? And we 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 move straight after that. Yeah. So I wish we had a bigger village, but I'm grateful for the village that we have. Yeah, yeah, like I, the job. village that we have is absolutely I do a hell of incredible. A job. But hey, hey, I gotta get down to be, I got my computer back, by the way. If y'all couldn't see, I'm so excited to be doing this. And now I'm going to do this. During the week, we got D. <laughs> Come on, me. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. And that's what I. We get new cameras soon. It's gonna be three different views. <laughs> it's gonna be this one. It's gonna be that one. And it's gonna be that one. In the next month, I'm setting everything up, getting everything lined up. It's time to expand. Take the show on the road. This is, room is getting decorated soon. Y'all didn't say y'all wanted to come help me decorate it, but that's okay. I found somebody who did. Now, what the hell? who you find? I showed you who I found already. We talked about this. Don't worry about it. Now let's talk about something. Hey, no. Don't don't just stop who, trying to guess I don't know who, and relax your know. mind. I can't. I just want to know, you know, the decor decisions. That I'm you're trying this, to make. this is me, right? Here. Now I don't got nothing this to do with you. This is not your room. <laughs> what are you talking about? You are never in here. You spend the majority of your time in three places in this house: the bedroom, the the big room, and downstairs. So if you're finna decorate this room, however you want to do it, yeah, that means that I'm finna decorate this room. However, <laughs> I want to do it. Have at it. I don't care. As long, think about me, and we not complicated. As long as I got me a space in the house, I'm good. Do okay. your thing. I am. And I Just can't sure wait. Pay for it. Now, uh-uh. real quick. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to talk about something that's important. The biggest thing that happened over the last couple of days the Montgomery Massacre, <laughs> the Riverfront Raw, the <laughs> reparations <laughs> by the river. <laughs> reparations by the river. Uh, what do they call it? I saw somebody say. Uh, the Montgomery Sweet Tea Party. This is uh, the definition of writing checks your ass can't cash. I got to tell them the story about how we saw it. We got home from church, and I went to the restroom, and I had my phone out, and I said, hey, India, I know you never watch the videos I send you, but watch the one I just sent you and enjoy it, and it's going to make you feel better than church. My girl watched it. I walked out in the bathroom. Laughing hard as hell. I watched the video about 35 times. If you don't know what we're talking about, you live under a rock. The Montgomery Massacre, the Montgomery Sweet Tea Party, where this security guard, his name, is it means so much to me that his name is what it is because one of my brothers, my cousin, my best friend, shares the same name with the security guard that threw his hat in the air like Bobby Schmurter. No, he, he threw his hat in the air like towel. Bobby Schmurter. And I was like, oh, crap. Give me the towel. Listen, inside you see a black man. My boy threw his hat. He took it. It was a, it was like a two-step back. He said, <laughs> I agree. It's stuff over there. <laughs> Bobby Schmurter. He stepped back to square up. I said, oh, he about to get busy. I said, oh, he's and a hot man. Let it be known. That security guard would have had him had them weak ass boys not tried to jump. Oh, him. yeah, jumped him, man. They jumped him. That weak boy, them was some grown men. It was some adult. Oh, I thought of a boy because it was little boy behavior. That was some grown men. Now, this real fast. The security guard's name is Dang Dang. Oh, man. When I heard that on the breakfast club this morning, it made me smile. Shout out to Dang Dang. Uh, but anyway, the security guard, 
got into these guys on a riverboat for blocking the dock. The guys tried to whoop him. I looked it up, man. This is one of those moments. This is hyperbole, by the way. This is jokes, people, because I know people use it. This is one of the moments. <laughs> almost as big as the Montgomery bus, bus boycott. <laughs> almost as big as the walk from Selma. I looked up. I think I looked up moments in Alabama black history. The Montgomery bus I plan. I did this for real. The Montgomery bus boycott number one. Freedom ride number two. Uh, Birmingham campaign of 1973. Uh, they got Rosa Parks all in. Selma marched to Montgomery. Just said that. Um, the 16th Street Baptist Church. They can't go above that. But this has to go on this list as a black history moment to be celebrated from August 5th, 2023, up into perpetuity. This moment has to be in the history. I know they're trying to take out black history in the school, but my kid will know this day as National Riverfront Raw. <laughs> The Montgomery Sweet Tea Party, the Montgomery Riverboat <laughs> Massacre. We will forever talk about this in my household. And I think that we all need to recognize a lot of people in this. Go ahead. Oh, I'm not done. I'm going to say, well, we, if we're me. starting from the, the recognition you of the people me. in the video, we, we can you know, start with the guy that hopped off the boat. That, and there swam. we go. Listen here. Everybody Listen be calling here. him Aquaman. Everybody, man, I call Had him. Had I jumped off the boat the to swim that far drown. to the dock, by the time I got to the dock, I wouldn't have had no energy left to swim. Mm -hmm. I would have been out of breath. Do you hear me? Listen, she would have drowned. The only thing. I would have been on my hands, on my <laughs> knees. He didn't want to know. And my boy got out swimming ready with to, a mission. And he got up, pushed himself up on the dock, ready to run, ready <laughs> To rumble, wet and all. And then he starts swinging. My boy hit a man. He hit a man like 35 times in the head in less than 30 seconds. I said, oh, yeah, he's with the shits. The only thing that could have made this moment better in black history is if the black security or the black police officers would have left the black people alone and only arrested the Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> Only arrested my Caucasian brothers. Now, I'm not talking about all y'all, but these white Caucasian people needed to be arrested. And my black brothers should have been left alone. Left alone to go at their own devices. Let's see. Uh, who else can we call now, out? The, oh, the, the, the black whoa, whoa, whoa. lady, the black lady with the blonde hair. The way she was tagging that white woman oh, yeah, over, and over and over and <laughs> over. She had a white bodysuit on. Just she rolled up in a white bodysuit. <laughs> Look like a white Power Ranger. I said, "Oh yeah," and she she was older too, blonde hair, white like, body suit, constantly over and what? over. Breasts didn't fall out. You know, usually when women fight, titties fall out. You can tell these all these women were a bit older because they had stable bras, meaning they had bras with an underwire. If somebody fight her right now, blue, blue, titty hanging out. These old women knew what to wear for a fight. Underwire. So, young ladies, go back and review the tape again and just see how to carry your breast when you're fighting. It's like they have been waiting all oh. their life to whoop somebody. You know how sometimes you just get in the mood and you just be like, oh, I was just, uh, you know, I, I could just whoop somebody's ass right now. It's it. like, they oh, like, oh, yeah, today yeah. is my moment. I'm going to whoop some ass. Thank you. Like the heavens, <laughs> the heavens open up. I'm Somebody else. <laughs> Hold up, though. We got to talk about before. I don't want I want to slow walk this thing because something else, somebody else we got to highlight. My big man with the dreads who got off the riverboat when he finally pulled up to the dock. Anytime you see a big, heavy set guy with their shirt off, got a round bone crusher belly, and they're skipping somewhere <laughs> and they're moving kind of agile, like they're ready. He was skipping, like, oh, yeah, it's about to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody skipping to a fight. You know what I mean? Like, if I see you skipping... Because they have not a care in the world. He don't care. He got his shirt off. He got them things hanging over. And he ready to go. I'm going to have you think about fun him. tagging your ass. That's all he wants to do. He wants to fight. <laughs> he was made for that moment. He was made for the moment so much that when he pulled up 
the boat, the guys wouldn't get off the boat. He tried to pull the boat on top of the dock. I said, oh, he, he lit for real. He was ready to go. Now, another person, another man, Black History Moment. <laughs> the irony, right? I know a lot of y'all saw this, but we got to highlight Nathaniel Alexander. Nathaniel Alexander invented the folding chair. He Did y'all know a black man everything. invented the folding chair? Invented the folding chair. So that's another thing we have to highlight. We have to highlight stone old Steve Austin. That old ass man with their white hat on was swinging their chair like he was Barry Bonds on steroids. He was hitting everybody. And usually, you know, you're like, oh, you can't hit a woman with a chair. But in this circumstance, oops, you just got to do what you got to do. His somebody. swing was so flawless that when the police came, he just put the chair down with ease and just put his hands behind his back. It's like, I, I, I know what this is about to be. I'm aware. I know what's about to happen. So, Go ahead. Listen, do what you got to do. Listen, man. This is, this is great for me. So much so. Boy, I'm I was going to say, somebody, uh, I saw the comment. He was, this girl, she was like, uh, I, I watched it on this. mute. And I was like, no. You should have watched it with the sound on. I watched it on mute. Because it was the black lady in the background. When he took out the photo chair, he said, oh, he finna go to jail. <laughs> And if he goes to jail, I do feel like there needs to be some sort of GoFundMe out there for this to gentleman. get him out. Any of them. black folks, if they try to put them in jail, they need to GoFundMe. And they better not lose their job either. Because really and truly, if your shirt says staff on the back, crew on the back, security on the back, you weren't doing nothing but helping your fellow, um, your, your, your fellow colleague. These people started beating him up. My man jumped off the boat, swam to the deck to get busy. If anything, he needs to own the company. I think we need to petition to find out the way to make him the CEO of the boat, of the Riverboat Show. But it's just really crazy. Like the entitlement mm. of white folks. Mm -mm. Like, talk about it. It goes so much further than this video. Like every day, black folks are encountering entitled white folks. Mm -hmm. Like all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, this ass whooping was overdue. Like for this ass everybody. whooping made up for many uh, entitled white folks that should have had their asses whooped. Montgomery, Alabama made it even more sweet in Montgomery. <laughs> It just don't it don't it sound good just to say Montgomery. They do things. White people do things, knowing that they have no consequences. They like I'm just out here living. I can do whatever, whatever I want to do. So, but 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 that day, no, oh, you buddy. cannot do whatever you want to do. Today was the day. I'm telling you, man. Day is going down in history. I said, yeah, I was August fifth. It's going down in history, man. National Chair Day. National. Call it whatever you want. Put a bow on it. I feel like on Juneteenth, we should celebrate hard. On June 5th, we should celebrate just as hard because of what these people did for us. And, and like, y'all have no respect for elders either. Like, that irritated me. Because he said, I mean, if I could uh, if I could get, you know, a lot of security guards are older men. He looked like yeah. an older man. Y'all gonna sit up here and try to whoop an older man? Like somebody's daddy out there, man. Like, what, what, what is happening? Y'all deserve every piece of ass whooping. The fight should have carried on for another at least 10 minutes. <laughs> should have kept tagging y'all asses. Going. Don't you wish you was out there just to get you a lick in? I know. Just get you one. Ran, ran up, just got one <laughs> in and walked off. <laughs> they ran away. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> what me? I ain't going to jail with them. I don't know them. I was on the boat the whole time. It's what you wanted to do. Now, funny thing about this whole situation is you reminded me about something. Boy. We used to take pontoon boat trips all the time mm -hmm. in Nashville. Mm -hmm. It was one time where we went on a pontoon boat. And I don't know if these people got on that natty ice. You know, boy, our white, our white friends, boy, they get on that natty ice so that can fool, don't you? <laughs> and, you know, we, we black people, we, we drove the pontoon boat, but we don't got no boat license. You know what I mean? So the boat was shipped a little bit. and Other people's boat was shipped a little bit. These people, I was in the water. You remember that? I was in the water. And Jeremy had my back. Me and Jeremy got into it with the other boat. <laughs> it was, I don't know what they did, but they started throwing stuff. And me and Jeremy, uh, shout out to my guy Simp, 
we got into it with the people on the other boat from our boat getting into we were ready to go it was a bunch of them and a bunch of us and we were ready to go too just like the avengers did in montgomery we were ready to go some about white people natural ice and boats they just make them think they're invincible and i think they need to quit that because yeah. you know they weren't doing nothing but drinking beer. Cool. Oh, and that's what I Natty. said. I said the thing is, them white folks had liquid courage because they probably was drunk as a skunk. Yeah. Drunk as a skunk. But see, we get, get on mad. that hen. Yeah. We was on the other boat on that hen. So when we got out, oh, it was time for some ass kicking. You know, that brown, make you act fool. So we were ready to go. Now, another thing I want to talk about is I'm proud on a serious note that this happened because typically before we would just sit back and watch and record the whole thing. Like nobody will help, right? How many times have we seen people get hurt, people get beat up and nobody jumping? We just sit back and everybody's recording and like getting the footage, but nobody wants to help. This on top of everything else makes it so refreshing to see people helping people. Like, man, you're not going to jump this man on my watch and I see it. I'm going to beat your ass. Like, let's go. You know and what? I, w- I would that. like to see the mug shots of the white people. I want to say. They like, had I, like, them. They posted do they, them. Do they got black eyes? Like, I, oh, I, like, I got to go I, back I'm, and find them. But they did post that. I want to see a black eye. But they did post that. Like like a fat upper lip. Like, I want to see this. But we got, we, I just had to give it up for that one time, man. <laughs> Y'all know we can come on this episode and talk about that. Um, now me and you are, if, if I ever get into a fight, I don't expect you to jump in. If somebody were to jump me and I'm hey, getting beat up. Them white women was crazy. I'm not jumping into no fight with no grown ass me. Yeah, was, I'm not jumping. If, 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 if that woman jump in, then I'm whooping the woman's ass. I'm not you. jumping into no fight with no grown ass me. Unless I have like a weapon. Like, yeah. I, like it was. Uh, you know, we were out somewhere. This was in our younger, younger days or whatever. And somebody was acting foolish at a New Year's Eve party we oh. was at. And uh, the only thing I had to defend him if somebody hit him was a, was a bottle. You know, I was ready to stand on top of a chair and hit somebody on Talk top of a bottle. That's all I have. I'm not throwing hands with no grown ass man. Right. And <laughs> I agree happening. with that. And I don't want you to. I don't expect <laughs> my woman. If I'm getting jumped. If you ain't got a bottle, when you got a whip, man, go get the police. Yeah. Go get some help. Go get somebody else. Do not jump in. I don't know, but if you get something, somebody getting the business, you woman, man, cat, dog. They getting up off of you. I got it on me. They got to go. We're getting them up off of you. Now, switching gears. We done with that? Give it up for the Montgomery <laughs> mayhem. This <laughs> Montgomery. I love that, man. <laughs> I saw something online that we got to talk about real fast. Okay. It says, never let any Negro, I can't say nigga after I talked about this. So let me back up. And I just said it anyway. Never let any Negro <laughs> record you during sexual activities. Not doing anything sexual. I'm sorry. How you feel about that? I agree. Really? Mm-hmm. Not even your husband? Not even me? I mean, you got some footage on your phone of me from back in the day. But exactly. I was real young, didn't know no better. But if I was dating somebody now, I, no, I would not let them record me. But see, they said never let anybody record you during doing anything sexual. So not even your husband is what I'm saying. If I wanted to set up this same camera, it's 1080s, 4K actually, it uploads in 1080p, but it's actually a 4K camera. So if I wanted to record your cheeks... <laughs> Flying back in 4K. You wouldn't let me do it. Bear, I might let you do it. And I, I might think let that's you do cra- it. You, I, shouldn't even, I might let you do it. As um, a husband and wife, I don't think I need to probably, ask. I probably would, but well, the, I'm pretty ask, sure that, that tweet isn't from like somebody that's married. It don't even matter, but I'm talking about marriage right now because we are married. So if I wanted to pull out this camera. Yeah, I'd be and, like, let's go. Let me make sure you get my good angle. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, I told y'all this before. If I'm on camera, I'm putting in my best work. I'm talking about you getting high-quality thrust. (laughs) You're not getting the shallow stroke. You're not getting the downtrodden arm ride. I'm giving you good, hard uh, 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 moments of intimacy. (laughs) 
so yeah, if I got the camera on, I think you know anything goes. But I do. I want to ask. Well, I also you think you got to be like proof. super careful, um, especially now that we have kids. Last thing I would want is for Blake to get older and find an old sex tape of us. Depends on how old he is. First of all, I hope he didn't watch it. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Imagine if you will. Well, it's the same thing. It's, oh. a, it's the same thing. It's like walking in on your, on your parents having sex. It's like ah. Exactly. You're gonna die in inside. So that's what I'm saying. You like you, the last thing you want Blake to do is see a sex tape. Like I'm saying, like if why he would found he see it, that? why like, would he say, find it? You had it uh, not tucked away enough on your computer. He was he, he got over. He knows how to use the computer. He is like looking around and he. And I hope he would video. just instantly exit out. Like I don't think he's gonna <laughs> I don't watch think he more would than watch two it, but, but again, he would see enough to know what we were doing. <laughs> He got to know how he got here. I mean, he got sister at that time. By the time he gets old enough to start clicking around on here, he'll be of age on, on this computer. He, it doesn't matter if he's going to be of age. I don't want them to ever walk in on us doing um, anything. Hey, I don't either, but I'm saying if he clicks and, oh my God, uh, mom, dad, exit out. Like, yeah, bro. And then, but then it was the thing, and, and then we're going to have to explain it. And I just, no. No. Unless it gets older. A lot of times older kids be like, I don't want to talk about what I just saw. Exactly. 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 And it's funny. You have that perspective because a lot of the people in the comments were like, man, I don't care. I, every time I'm on camera, I'm giving it my best like me. Um, but other people were just saying, if if I record a sex day with somebody, I must really like them. I really care about them. So hopefully that person wouldn't exploit me and put that video out so yeah. well, that's, the, that's why i said you know you're asking me would what i mean? do it then i was like yeah i mean that's the that's the answer that wouldn't bother me you know that person may be scarred from like revenge porn or something like that oh then we had to talk about something we didn't talk about know. the other day we didn't talk about this on the last episode because we were all over the place but <laughs> <laughs> this time i'm more concise there was the guy from L.A. that was on camera crying. They got stood up because he went to a restaurant and he did everything right. According to him, he set the date up, had flowers. He was ready to go on the first date with this young lady he had been talking to. But the young lady stood him up at the restaurant. He made a video crying. And he said, what's going on with women in 2023? Because he felt like he had checked off all the boxes. She stood him up. Why was he? Exactly. Say it. Why was he crying online? It's a moment in the movie Hitch, right? Where Hitch was dating. Uh, what's the girl now? I forgot the lady's name. But anyway, he found his girlfriend in the backseat of a car getting freaked on by, by another dude. Hitch outside in the rain, knocking on the door, knocking on the window. What did I do? Tell me, what did I do? And my man looked up from kissing this woman and said, you're doing it right now. <laughs> when I saw that video, I'm like, bro, this is why. Like, I, listen, I'm with you, It's dog. almost unbelievable. It's almost unbelievable that it, that it even happened. Like, did you, did you, it. did it even happen? And did it believe even happen? It. And like, are you trying to go viral? Because, well, I'm, I'm not posting that on Instagram. I'm, I, I could talk it. about it or I could, you know, write about it but i'm not gonna hop on instagram and press record and cry because the young lady stood me up Believe I, would, it, I, I think he has every right to feel away and to be upset and sad even you know what hmm. i'm saying depending on how bad he really wanted to go out on this day especially if they had already been talking people gotta start just letting people know how they feel that's it let you me know, know up front and i'm you can't not make feeling it. this um you know, I actually don't want to go on the date, but thank you anyway. Just leave it at that. Y'all be leading people on Talk for no it. reason. We for no reason. For and I think people will respect you more if you tell them the truth up front. There's hey. a, there's a, um, okay. I started watching this show on Netflix. It's so Aww. funny. I don't even know what to do with myself. It goes. is called the uh, Survival of the Thickest. She's been telling everybody about this show. Oh, this show is so good. But on one of those episodes, it was the first or second episode, <laughs> second episode where she she uh you know <laughs> encounters this guy that she used to know, and then she's fresh after this breakup. 
and they end up out on a night of fun. Like she ran into him. She went out to have a drink after this breakup. He mm. was at the bar. So they okay. sat, they talked, and then okay. she got, but they both got filthy wasted and had a drunk ass night. He, she took him back to her apartment and she like threw up, me? but he really had been wanting to date her like all this time. Get so you. he stayed even after she threw up and then they had sex and did things. And then he woke up, he was fixing the toilets. He was fixing all this Golly. shit. Like he was doing all the things. And she just had to tell him, she was like, thank you. But this just isn't like, you know, I'm fresh out, out you know, out of a breakup. Yikes. Like it was just a fun night, but but you know this can't go anywhere. And the guy, he looked like really sad, but he was like, "Damn, thank you. That's the real shit somebody's ever said to me." Just gotta keep uh, it real. <laughs> uh, respect, like, respect. I'm used to being ghosted, so y'all just stop ghosting people. You missed like, the point. Unless you feel like the person is a threat to your life, or you know, you feel like. If you were to be honest with this person, that you know your life would be in danger. Stop ghosting people. Tell them you're not interested. You missed a key point in that whole story you just told. You're not good. Somebody vagina got to beat them to wake up and start fixing the <laughs> toilet. Boy, you gotta have some of the oh, no, no. best it was badge the, uh, in America. It was the bathtub because she she went in, she threw up in the bathtub, and she was trying to get it to like oh my um, god, he she was trying to get it to go on. Yeah, he and then he he was like, I fixed this, and then she had like this bookshelf, and he was like, Yeah, I fixed the shelf. But like, he had just fixed all these things, but your boy laid pipe and started fixing pipe. That's crazy. That girl had that fire. Oh, he wanted that. Bad. Anyways, this is a good show. I, I keep trying to put the kids to bed early so I can watch the rest of the season. I have like two episodes left. <laughs> All right, let me hit this. I didn't do it last week, but I'm on track this week. Let me hit the button. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, I'm taking a shot. It all moms right now. All moms of toddlers right now. Let's get right to it. Not toddlers. Um, babies. What is Shiloh? A baby. I'm taking a shot at all moms with babies right now. At what age does your baby move out of your room and start sleeping in her room in her own bed? It's time for Shiloh to get evicted. Because when she get evicted, you can't spell evicted without dick, can you? I don't think yeah. so, but no. it sounds good to me. Once she <laughs> leaves the room, I can start making the room boom again. Shout out to Avant. I'm trying to... Bedroom boom. <laughs> Bedroom. Av- Avant, I keep telling y'all. My... Stop sleeping on the bus. <laughs> Let me know if you need in the fun playlist, man. I got you. <laughs> she knows how I feel about the bus. Anyway, I said to say this. It's time. I over the weekend because she's gonna say her room is not together. Over the weekend, I was working so hard, so so much so that I got a knot on my knee. Now I put her bed together. I put her dresser together, her room, decorations, ready to go. The only thing missing from this equation is the baby. And I feel like at the age of seven months, the transition needs to happen. No, there's a couple things missing for her. So we still have to put blinds and curtains. She needs her blackout curtains and the blinds in the room. And then... um, we got to get her another uh, crib mattress. He keeps saying the weekend. He thinks that I just like spending money with like no reason. That's not you the do. case. You do, he you wants do. to use Blake's old crib mattress, but that mattress has been in the garage. And like there's a corner of the mattress where the springs are exposed. And I just feel like it's just filthy with dust and who knows what. And my girl has very sensitive skin and allergies and things. And I just don't want to. You know, I just don't think it's a good fit for her. So I've, I've been looking for a mattress on sale 
You know, um, my thing so we gotta is, get the baby mattress as well. Why can't you clean things though? If, if I you can't think clean it's it if it's a hole in the mattress. Needless to say, after she buys whatever she's gonna buy, the baby needs to be departing out of our bedroom into her own bedroom, so we can start being adults again. Because right now we just we just be two people going to sleep, making sure that we're quiet so she can <laughs> stay asleep. Like we're on her schedule. If we roll over too hard, she's gonna wake up. If we sneeze in the middle of the night, she's gonna wake up. If I try to smack some butt, imagine she's gonna wake up. So I'm like, bro, I don't even try. I wave the white flag. Shiloh won. She won. And then, so we still Birth haven't control. put um we still haven't put blinds in our room. Um and honestly, like it it doesn't bother me that there there aren't blinds in the room. You mean it kind of helps you it, it kind of helps me wake up a little bit better in the morning because the, the, the room is bright. Um but some negatives to that too, because she can always see us because the room is never pitch black. Like it was a full moon two nights ago. And it looked good in there though. It looked good beside the her. room. Like the the moon was just illuminating through the windows. Like it was, you could see everything in there at night. And I looked over, and she was up on her belly, head popped up, just looking at us <laughs> like a damn caterpillar, just sitting there. I mean, God bless. So I'm saying all that to say, moms, let go and let God get the babies out of the room and make sure your husband can do what he needs to do. Or boyfriend or whoever you got. So once we move her out and she wakes up in the middle of the night, you're going to help like when she you're going to help. Of course, I'm not going to leave her in there. She's going to go pick her up. Yeah, because she wakes up like twice in her own bed. I don't think she'll wake up at all. You don't think so? No. The only reason why she wakes up because she knows that we're there. Get her ass out, man. Time to go. Eviction notice. That's my relationship. Don't deprive your husband of the thighs because you want to <laughs> rationalize having your daughter sleep inside your bedroom. At least she's not bed. in our bed. She's in her crib. It don't matter where she is. She needs to be in her own shit. That's all I'm saying. Do you have something to say to the people? Are you ready? Little scenario that has nothing. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Hope. WWID. What would India do? Kick it. My fiance said something shocking to me. Talk about it. We've been together for a year, and uh -oh. so we took an anniversary vacation. While we were traveling back, I told him that I wanted to dye my hair, and he said, you really oh, think shit. your hair is the issue? <laughs> when I asked what he meant, he said, look at the way your shirt is stretched over your gut. When I reminded him yeah. I've lost 20 pounds, and he's always complimenting my body, he said... Mm. That was laying down. Standing up, I see your shirt stretched over your gut, and it looks so disgusting to me. I started crying from shock, and he said, I'm not dealing with you crying over every little thing. This is pathetic. I'm telling you the truth so you don't get fat. I work out five times a week, cook us healthy meals, and avoid sweets. We are set to move and get married in two months. I love him and the life we've built, but I am devastated by his comments. I need advice on what to do next and if he's right and I'm being too sensitive. God just gave you your warning sign, girl. You need to run. <laughs> like, you know, you be praying like, God, I need a sign. That was it. I don't yeah. know if you pray for one, but God just said something right in your lap. Because that is not what you want to deal with mm -mm. for the rest of your life. Yeah, he making you feel that bad right now. I can only imagine. You haven't even had his baby yet. Oof. And he's talking about your stomach. He What? No. Mm. Leave. Run. Get away. You got to go. Ain't no use staying there. Mm -mm. And you said you work out five times a week and you eating right. If you were laying up, being lazy, eating ho-hos and Swiss rolls, then I would understand. But you said no, you're what, eating no, right. No, I wouldn't even understand. His delivery, his delivery was yeah, his all wrong. delivery was 100% wrong. 100% wrong. And it's also him being controlling as well. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's... It, for him to think that you want to dye his hair, yeah. I mean, because you want to dye your hair because of an issue 
that he thinks y'all have is crazy. Like he's thinking that you're about to dye your hair to fix whatever issue y'all might have. That's crazy. And it to me, man, I'm gonna keep it real. It's always the ugliest dudes that be making the most comments about the way women look. Y'all be looking terrible. I'm talking about Bora. I saw this one dude, he was on an uh, interview saying, man, yeah, women only have eyelashes for them and they only get their hair weed done because of them. We don't even need all that. And then when y'all get your eyelashes, you be looking crazy anyway. Now I'm watching him say all this and what I can see about him is he has his hairline with the pencil drawn on still. It's pushed back. He got acne all over his face. But you sitting there talking about women, bro. Enjoy the women. Why you talk? I feel like dudes talk about women never really got any vagina before. If you sit up here all day talking about how a woman look and just criticizing people like that, no, man, no, you're supposed to be trying to big up a woman to get some butt. Or to, to love them, too. Or to make them feel better, too. But I'm just saying, you shouldn't talk about people and you look so bad. I bet, I bet he look bad. Probably does look bad. I'm I would agree you. there. I'm telling you. But yeah, that's, that's my advice. Leave. Don't get married. <sighs> uh, because, listen here, um, you losing all of your wedding deposits, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Mm. Um, Talk than about it. You getting married with him, building a life with him, and then having to go through a divorce with him. Talk about it. Lose them deposits and carry on. WWID. Your girl said lose the deposits and get to a walk. And give it up for India one time. Before we leave, I forgot to make an announcement. It's my birthday next week. I'm 26. I'm having a party at the crib. Everybody pull up, though. She had the nerve. I'm not. This is a joke. But my birthday <laughs> is next week, next Friday. And next Friday, right? Uh-huh. Next Friday, next Saturday, one of those days. Uh, the 18th. Uh, so you still haven't told me. I asked him. I asked him every year what he wants for his birthday. He usually tells me nothing. And I asked him this year. He told me nothing. But then he changed his mind and said. He- as soon as we got on the podcast, I thought about what I wanted for my birthday because a song came to my head. I ain't going to lie, but baby, you get pretty wild. The trigger. Oh, you want to go to the concert? I want to go to that concert. Front row tickets. I need to be there. September 8th. That's what I want. I'm making it known this year. I'm making it plain. Like, what are we doing about Trey songs? Like, are we are we boycotting Trey songs? What are you doing about Trey? Songs? I know what I'm doing. I'm going to the concert. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing, <laughs> but I'm like, have the accusations be, been confirmed? I don't you know, know about none of that. You Everybody know, is innocent to proven guilty. Because you know how I feel about support people, y'all. It, since, since but there's so many people you like on the R. ticket, Kelly. <laughs> Since R. Kelly has gotten locked up and all that stuff came out about him, I have not listened to a let single up, R. Kelly song up. on my like I know people still let secretly up, listen to up. R. Kelly and be lying. Like I don't, I don't lie listen about to it. I, don't no lie. More. I don't listen Girl, to R. Kelly anymore. Like he will not get a streaming penny from me. Um <laughs> who who else is on the uh the the Silk? Okay. Two G's. Okay. Two thousand watts. Genuine. Okay. I think Tamar Braxton, take more. I know. I've already seen her in concert. I don't want it. I just said it's hoping you would just say, yeah, let's go. Um, it's, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people, but the main thing is I'm going to see my boy Trigger. Yeah. So that's, that's what I want. I'm telling you now. You got to see Beyonce. You feel me? And you ain't got to go. You can pray for me and another young lady to go. I'm just playing. With Andrea coming to town again. Matter of fact, that's what I want for my birthday. A B-Love sandwich. You know what? <laughs> I let you put that together. You will never get a B-Love sandwich from me. Would you enjoy it up? No. How long should you be with your significant other before you entertain the thought of having a sandwich? If you don't know what a sandwich is, young lady on this side, <laughs> young lady on this side, and you in the middle. I think sandwiches cause additional relationship I issues. Said, how long should it be? Um... Or could it ever happen? What not for la- you. It's what not a young lady that looks like. But what if the, the, the lady no looks like what you look or like. joy? Even like we 30 years. 30 years. And everybody's still intact. Tip top, tip, tip top shape. Mm-hmm. We get drunk on a resort in Jamaica. Q 
hedonism. Come see that thing bounce. I'm talking about yours now. And then we see Drill mm-hmm. walk past and you wouldn't be love sandwich. No, I don't think God will honor that. I like God, what God is currently doing in our relationship. Um, Boy, we would to get out of something. They bring God in it. God don't want to be in this damn shit. <laughs> God said, get me the hell up out of here, be love. I got you, God. Tell the people where they can find you. Indy.Marie on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Come take my Pilates classes. Yeah, Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. You can find me, Be Love, nineteen eleven, on all social platforms. <laughs> you can also find me at She and Our Podcast, She and Our Podcast at gmail.com is where you can leave us a message. And YouTube, if you're nasty, the visuals are there. In the meantime, in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> she, 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 I, I, I. I, I, I.